Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold Podcast. I'm your coach and your hostess, Nicole DeVincentis, a.k.a. FigureChick911, coming to you this evening with a very, very different side of coaching that, to be quite honest with you, I rarely... I know I've never talked about this on a podcast before, and I am confident that I've not even exposed this dimension of coaching to any of, you know what, my, I was going to say any of my clients, but I think one in my whole entire coaching career. And what it really is, is how can I introduce it? All right. So here's the sentence. The sentence is nobody cares, work harder. I know a lot of us have seen that up on social media, especially on Instagram, but I I promise you this, that has been my personal credo for as long as I can remember. And I'm telling you, some of the, the past podcasts that we have done to teach you how to step out of your feels and into action, those are going to be some of the strongest habits that you can develop. Only because your feelings are temporary and feelings will cause you to procrastinate. Feelings will cause you to say things that you are going to later regret. Feelings will cause you to make reactive decisions rather than responses to the situation at hand. Okay, and so with these, these are more empowerment sort of podcasts and and coaching strategies to help you, especially if, number one, if you're a very strong heart-led individual and you either have been told that you need to get a wrap on your feelings or, you know, you're, you're so emotional and you're emotionally labile, this would be that. Um, the other thing, too, is if you are really early on in your growth pattern, if you would, and you've never been in the position where you are doing multiple things at one time, perhaps you're in school and you're working and you have family responsibilities, and maybe it's not that you are inept, it's just that you're inexperienced. Excuse my God. And what can really happen, that's perfect timing, is that when you're going through this, you, can, if you've never done it before, like you'll find that when you are moving to something that's very important to you, something that requires a lot of time investment from you, a lot of energy investment from you, that something like there's only 24 hours in the day, right? And so you're, you become very skilled at learning how to allocate your time and then how to practice very strong time management skills. And you start to develop a routine, but you're going to go through phases where it's, you're working excessively, I mean, this could be anything. This could be in athletics. This could be with your career. This could be in school. This could be in your relationships. It's like you're, the, the key word is grind. Grind is not just like you're at work as in like a job or a career. 
grind is like you're you're always in the moment and you're working in the place where you are. So when you're in your relationships, yeah, there's relationships where you can be yourself and be chill, but you don't you don't take a back seat. You don't let the relationship coast. I feel that's like the biggest mistake that people make in their relationships is they just let it kind of go on autopilot and then wonder why there's this big space between the two because it, there was not action or attention or presence in the moment to strengthen and bolster up that relationship. So it's, it's grinding there. Or obviously, if you're on a career path, you're grinding. You're researching, you're calling, you're networking, you're somehow gaining experience in your craft, right? You're perfecting it. And you're always, you know, it, it's always on your mind and it's a perpetual thing. And it's a, this is a place where a lot of even very strong competitors quit or they begin to procrastinate or they begin to allow for exceptions. Well, just this once or I'm in a press snooze or nobody will know, you know I, mean, I just won't do that last email or whatever the situation is for you, this stretch of time when you are tired and frustrated and weary and your body hurts and you're grinding from the second that you wake up until you put yourself to sleep, it's a rough go and it's usually very lonely because once you get in motion, you know, like inertia, an object in motion stays in, in motion until acted upon by an equal and opposite force, is that you get into your groove and you usually outpace everybody else and you outlast everybody else. And so everybody else has pretty much long since fatigued out and just like, yeah, you know what, this is so not for me, but there you are. And then you enter this phase of you are exhausted. And be advised, I am not one to recommend that you stay up for five days in a row. I'm a strong advocate of self-care. I'm a strong advocate of those times. You know, again, I come from a 24-hour shift working clock, right? When I was working as a nurse, I bounced back and forth between days and nights in the same time. You know, I was up for sometimes two days at a time, and I was on call. And I lived that whole entire lifestyle, and <laughs> I remember now why I left it. Like, it was just, it was just like crazy all the time. But it's not just within healthcare that it's like that. I know that it happens in a lot of different industries or depending on what it is that you're doing, you have to learn how to nap. You have to learn how to practice self-care. But most importantly, you have to learn how to develop that mental tenacity to push past what is really, really, really an uncomfortable time when you're just like, you know what, we did okay, or I did okay this month. It, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal if we, if we just rode the rest of this quarter out. Or if I, if I didn't, you know, put my all into studying for this exam, and you know what, a C would be okay if I passed. Yeah, you know, it'd be all right. It wouldn't be the best thing, but, and that can happen to you when you are beat down and you are weary. All right, so I'm going to give you... Iron versus iron coaching. Let's do that. 
Okay, so iron versus iron coaching is actually, it's very to the point. It's very direct. It's usually harsh, but there's truth at the core. And once you can kind of like, once you get used to it, I, I most of my coaching clients appreciate the clarity that comes from that dimension of coaching, iron versus iron. I usually do try to do like a preface for it. So I'm not just like hitting you on the, on the hammer with like, or head with a sledgehammer, like to prepare you a little bit, but you'll find that when you can get the pearl, there's no BS. Like you just know exactly where you stand and you know what's got to happen next. And you appreciate it. I believe also when you're operating in times of high stress and or high fatigue, Okay, so the coaching concept here, this iron versus iron coaching, again, is nobody cares, work harder. All right, so when you're reaching those points of mental fatigue, okay, and you're at that point of maybe you're flat out exhausted, you know, normally maybe you sleep seven hours a night, and you cut it back and you're on five hours and now you just kind of find even without an alarm clock that your body's waking up a little bit earlier you're able to stay awake a little bit later and it's okay again for a period of time you got to do what you got to do remember that you need rest <laughs> and it's like the 20 minute power nap is always a very very strong strategy that you can utilize during those time periods brief time periods where you need that extra little oomph. But when you're feeling like you're dipping into your feels, and I feel this way. In fact, this, it just happened to me this evening, which is why I'm doing this podcast, that all of a sudden it was just like 10 o'clock at night and I completely hit the wall. And I wasn't finished at work yet and still have you know a good drive home. But I'm telling you, it was like I hit the wall and it was just like my body hurt my legs hurt. I just like my mood just took in a, a, like a sudden like, I'm dying. And then when that happens, like it's, it's like a me, it's like Cinderella at midnight with the pumpkin, like strike at the clock hits midnight. And all of a sudden, like her, her chariot turns into the pumpkin, right? And then her beautiful dress like turns into these rags. And she's like trying to run because she doesn't want the prince to see her in her Cinderella clothes. And that's I swear to God, when I hit the wall, it's exactly like that. And that's what it was happening. And as I was walking out to my car, I was just thinking to myself, and I just said a prayer. I was like, Oh, my God, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I just can't. And I, I was listening to myself as I was having like this temporary little pity party. And once I got into my car and obviously, you know, got off of my feet that I've been standing on for the past two days for like 18 hours, both days, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Nobody gives a shit right now. Okay. So quit being a little biatch. All right. Just finish the day out, go to bed, wake up tomorrow and you're going to be fine. But I'm thinking for you that it may also be pretty helpful to know that probably like I experienced the same, I'm not immune to it, but you need to have a strategy so that when you're starting to get up in your feels, you have a way to actually yank yourself out of there and move forward with strength and determination and fire. Because if you're in a painful point right now, 
me, I'm in a rebuild phase. Okay, so, you know, the past few years has been like a breaking down phase and pruning and at periods of great loss, like losing a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff and cutting off and leaving alone and giving away and like just like tremendous loss. And now, obviously, now things have leveled off and I'm in a rebuild phase, but I still get tired even though I'm on the positive end of the spectrum. But it can happen that weariness and that all of a sudden your feelings are starting to take control of your situation. It can happen either during your breaking down phase or the building up phase. You need to have some sort of an ace up your sleeve as to how you're going to pull yourself out of feeling bad for yourself so that you can remain in forward motion. Okay? And it's literally that. Nobody cares. Work harder. Work smarter. All right, so you're not spinning your wheels, not gaining any traction here, but work harder. You've got to push past and like burn your way out of what is a temporarily inconvenient or downright painful situation for you. If you stall, if you give up, if you slow down, at this point, you're never going to get out. You have to use that pain and that uncomfortableness and the weariness that you have to push you forward. That's got to be the fuel that catalyzes the fire that shoots you in the forward direction rather than the one that keeps you stuck in your current situation. Does that make sense? There's a big difference there and it's that's done inside of your mind. Now, is it okay for you to have a couple moments of tears? Of course, but it can't be all damn day. You don't have time to be calling up your friends and talking about how terrible your situation is. You've got to do something about it. It's up to you. Complaining about it isn't going to help. Waiting for people to come and rescue you is going to be an absolute waste of your time. You've got to be the one to freaking boss up and fix the situation and power through it. And you can either have your feelings or you can have the results that you seek. And that's what it comes down to. And I know that that is super harsh. And I know that if you were sitting in front of me, like I can just picture what your face would be like. But I'm telling you, if you can do that and put your nose down to the grindstone and just continue taking more steps, continue walking forward. You're going to be so glad that you did. You run into problems when you keep on stopping. And then you start and you stop and you start and you stop. And it's like just dragging your heels. And instead of getting the outcome, you're living in a state of disappointment because you're not pushing things through to completion. You've got to freaking push things through to completion so you can get what it is that you're setting out to get. But that cannot be done while you're sitting there feeling sorry for yourself or taking notice as to how bad your body is hurting. Me, when I find that I'm moving into that space, I check myself immediately and I say, no mercy. I coach my own self. That's how I actually do it. That's how I've always done it. I put a shell on 
All right, so it's not the soft cloud if you were listening to the last podcast. It's not even so much the legion of angels. I put a shell on and I say to myself repetitively, no mercy, no mercy, no mercy, no mercy. And I am telling you, for me, for myself, it snaps me straight back into my strength and all of a sudden, like nothing bothers me anymore. The weather doesn't bother me. My my aching, you know, body from either workouts or from from whatever it doesn't hurt anymore I don't even notice it I don't notice my headaches I don't notice anything anymore I only know whether or not I'm moving closer to or farther away from my goal those that's the only thing that I notice and you can do the exact same thing but it has to do with your focus where are you putting the focus if you start to focus on yourself if you start to focus on your feelings if you start to focus on how you don't have what you want yet or at all or how nobody helps you or how everybody does you wrong or this or that you're never going to go anywhere You've got to get to the point where even when it hurts, you own the fact that nobody's coming to rescue you. It's 100% up to you. It's you. Does that mean don't ask for help? Of course not. But still, people will let you down. People are going to be absorbed in their own lives. They will help you to the biggest degree that they can. And there's going to be a lot of really well-intentioned people out there who say that they will help you, who do mean well, but people are not tight with their word and their action. And people are over-committers. They overcommit and they way under-deliver. And here you are thinking that you have all the support and you may have zero. So when you're finding yourself moving towards that place of, boy, oh boy, this totally sucks. Nobody cares. Work harder. Put in the time. Increase your intensity if that's what the situation calls for. But if you're honestly at that point where you're getting ready to blow past whatever your competition is, nobody around you is going to understand where you're at anyway. So keep moving forward. You can explain things to them on the way back. (laughs) Okay, I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I was, you know, teetering on a fence myself, but... Typically, if I do that, I know there's at least a hundred other people who are feeling the same exact way. So I hope that that helped you. I hope that that gave you (laughs) some sort of a tool to keep in your back pocket so that when you start to feel those semblances of weariness, of loneliness, of self-pity, of why did I do this, of whatever that is. This is hard. No mercy. Nobody cares. Work harder. All right. Short little podcast tonight. Own it. Let's make it a great one. 
Thank you for joining us. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.